0: Hurts again under center. He sneaks. He pushes. He is in.
1: Touchdown,
2: Touchdown Jalen Hurts. I'm going to say this. The Eagles are 15 minutes and 43 seconds away from the Super Bowl. Yes, they were, Merrill.
0: Yes, they were. You heard that right here on 94 WIP. Yes. Yeah, it was a comfortable uh,
3: yeah, you, Fourth don't get, quarter. you don't get many of those. No. You don't get many of those type of conference championship
0: games. I mean, really, it's been a comfortable season. Very comfortable season. <laughs> it really season. has. Blowout <laughs> against the Giants, that was never in doubt in the second half. Yeah.
2: Is there any part of you that's like, the 17 1 was too easy? This was too easy? It's like making up for the early 2000s Senator's Championship games, where it's just like, they're all excruciatingly awful.
3: Is that some type of shot at me or no, something?
2: No, it's not. I wanted to get any part of you that's like, why couldn't we get one that's a lapper? What do you think? Get Brock Purdy kicked out of the game. A minute into the game. What do you think? I was pulling for you. Don't worry about
3: it.
0: Oh man.
3: <laughs> well, at least we're still here to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, we're here to enjoy it. And uh, now, listen, I, I look at it to a little bit to your point, Jack. We had enough misfortune in a lot of those other games that it is about time that some fortune went our way. Some things went our way. So I don't apologize for that. I don't apologize for playing uh, Case Keenum uh, in the championship game at home. Don't apologize for going for Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson yesterday. I don't really care. Like, we've experienced enough heartache and disappointments that it, it's it's good to have a good fortune on our side for a change. Yep. I, I, I don't, yeah. doesn't make me feel like any less of a, as no. far as the victory or anything else. It's, we deserve it.
0: Yep, and it, the Eagles are favorites over the Chiefs, so it's not like that they've totally lucked out. And right. everybody's like, "Oh, the Eagles are so lucky they can't beat the Chiefs." No, they're actually favorites in the game. So that's a good team. We're, uh, we're live at Chigs and Peets. You can watch the big game at Chigs and Peets. Book your big game experience and find a location near you at uh Donovan's going to be here. Be up in like a minute or two or three to um, so Donovan McNabb, his reaction to, uh, to yesterday coming up. Did you see the Empire State Building?
3: <laughs> yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> so, the Empire State Building, is, that, is that's in New York City. I'm just checking, right? Yeah. It's in Manhattan. Yeah. So, they put out a tweet. Fly, Eagles, fly. We're going green and white in honor of the Eagles' NFC Championship victory. Yeah. And that was met with resistance in the New York area. I would, you would imagine, it imagine it was,
3: yes. I would imagine it was. So, what it's, the hell was that? A little tone deaf.
0: Yeah, really. Especially to tweet it out. And then they retweeted when people were complaining, they retweeted another tweet of, of somebody it was Dave Portnoy crying about about something. More like, eh, stop crying, stop crying. And yeah. it's like who the
3: hell's running this this, this Twitter account? <laughs> well, An Eagle he, fan? well here's the thing. No, here's the thing. New York is so big.
0: Like it's supposed to be a national symbol and
2: not yeah, a yeah like, symbol. Like, yeah,
3: New York is so big. I mean, it's like... Giants fans got mad. Jets fans didn't get mad. No. I mean, like Giants fans got mad, rightfully so, because they had just got beaten the week before. But Giants fans, also, they also just now came back a month ago. Exactly. So how outraged could they be?
0: No. They were outraged for the minute. They also, by the way, I, I – be- I mean,
3: listen, the Empire State Building doing that, we appreciate it. We certainly wouldn't reciprocate that. You wouldn't have to ever worry about us lighting up our city. With the Ben and, Franklin and yeah, Bridge? in honor of a damn New York team. That wouldn't happen. So, so after, <laughs> after the Chiefs won,
0: then they, yeah, they, did they, it they put the it in red. So mm-hmm. they didn't leave it to, till today with the green.
3: But. Right. Yeah, they're celebrating both, uh, both teams. We're not going to complain. No, I, I mean, if I was a Giants fan, of course. Yeah, what the hell are we complaining about? <laughs> like, we don't, yeah, I don't need to complain about anything. Exactly right. Yeah, the Giants fans, though, I can understand why they would be upset. Oh man, hell. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I,
0: I sent the I sent yeah. the, the the screenshot to my New York friend who lives in there. What uh, does Spike, Spike think about that? What does
2: Spike say? I think Spike was behind it. <laughs> <laughs> to get a to city, Colorado. it does seem like a scheme that Spike would cook <laughs> exactly. up. Did he have an, an insider? Uh, yeah, I the, think that something, something's stable. up. I honestly, if I was a Jets fan, I would have think they got Aaron Rodgers or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, really. Right.
3: I'd have been like, hold on, did we get Aaron Rodgers?
0: Right. Um, all right, so uh, Donovan's coming up in a second here. After the game, um, uh, Jonathan Gannon said that he's not he's not taking the job anywhere else and he's mm-hmm. not taking a head coaching job. And re- I think he said, like, no matter what was the sound. So, I mean, I still find it hard to believe that if one of the teams circled back and said, hey, listen, we're interested in, in interviewing you to be the head coach like a Denver that is having having a problem hiring a coach, I mean, then I would say you're really not taking a, an NFL job. Um, but it, it seems like he was number two for the Texans, and that's now D'Amico Ryans, and uh, and he's going to go back, and it seems like he's going to be the next head coach. Well,
3: there hasn't been any reports that Jonathan had turned down a head coaching job. No. So maybe he's saying he's not going anywhere because he hasn't been offered a head coaching job. I would say that that would be, be
0: the case. Now, I wonder about Shane. Yeah, I mean, if nobody
3: offered him a job, I imagine he is coming back. Right.
0: Just like Dan Quinn was coming back and some other guys were going back to their teams mm-hmm. that weren't getting the jobs that they, they
3: were yeah. out there. I mean, just like Jim Swartz came back. Right. Didn't Jim Swartz when they flew out to Cleveland, did interviews and, well, and
0: it was he put, didn't get the job. It was put out there by his agent probably that he was a front runner for the Browns right. job, I think. Mm-hmm. And then when he didn't get that job, was the Giants job
3: too? It was another I, job. Might have well. been the Giants job. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but he didn't get it. He didn't get it. So yeah, of course he, he he's staying. In yeah. Philadelphia. I wonder, I wonder if Shane Steichen, because there's still a couple jobs that are out there, and I think Steichen's getting a second interview with the Colts.
3: Yeah, I would imagine for either Shane Steichen or Jonathan Gannon, if a head coaching job was actually offered to them, they would take it. Yes. You're not going to stay here and be a D coordinator or an offensive coordinator when you got an opportunity to go be a head coach somewhere. No, and you can't... Only Byron Lethwich made that mistake. Right. Like, And... and uh Josh McDaniels. Yes. Who actually turned down it. He took the job and didn't. And decide, turned down the Colts job. And decided he, well, didn't he take it at first? He, yeah, he took it. He, he hired, he hired it. assistant coaches. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear yeah.
0: this? Did you hear the story of why that allegedly happened?
3: Um, so, Ursay
0: Ursa went to his, this is according to what was reported like last week or two weeks ago. Ursay mm-hmm. the owner, went over to his house and was in the bathroom, like him and his wife, was in the bathroom for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, what's going on back there?" And like, and when he finally came out, like he was disheveled, and there was all this other stuff going on. So at that point, the wife said, "No, we can't take this job." At least that's what was reported, like last week or two weeks not ago. Surprised. Would we be surprised? We would not at that? be surprised
3: at that. Nope.
0: Well, Donovan McNabb is on the line right now, Ike Reese. He was uh, he was at the seventy sixer game last week. He was at the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. He joins us right now as the Eagles are. Going to Super Bowl 57. What's up, number
4: five? How are you? I'm doing great. I don't know what story I just walked into, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I caught the tail end of it all. I don't know what happened there, but somebody had fun.
3: No, that was that was a, an old Jim uh, Ursay story when they supposedly hired um, Josh McDaniels a few years ago. Um the visit oh, okay. yeah the visit or the interview may not have went well because he was in the bathroom for a while. For a long time. Yeah. Now for I mean, you and I we could have been, be. yeah, been in the bathroom. Yeah, we could have been in the bathroom relieving ourselves. He he may have been <laughs> doing exactly. something else. Yeah, there you <laughs> go, Jack. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> all right. All yeah, right. okay,
3: let's get back on track here now.
4: <laughs> yeah, let's get back to
3: business. <laughs> so yesterday, brother, uh this team. Uh, that game didn't didn't turn out the way we thought it was going to turn out from the standpoint of how it would be played out. But I think most of us felt like the Eagles were going to win that game. They were just the better football team. The 49ers, they gave a good effort for about a quarter and a half, and then, hell, all the wheels started falling off the wagon for them. Just your thoughts on, on how the game unfolded and, wh- and what you thought about the Eagles' defensive effort
4: yesterday. Well, I mean, I, I'll, I'll add to what you, what you talked about as far as, uh, you expected a little bit more out of San Francisco, obviously with the weapons that they have, but you can't do much if you don't have a quarterback. And I think our defense did what they had to do with, with obviously Reddick adding that exclamation point on it, um, and then Dominican Sue pretty much, uh, slamming, slamming Johnson to the ground. Uh, I, I just think for what we've seen and the energy that was in that stadium, Everything was kind of going to go according to plan for us. Offensively, it wasn't an explosive game. It wasn't a game in which, you know, we're attacking the, uh, the with the deep balls downfield and hitting them methodically on the intermediate passing game. The running game was, was just good enough for us to get through. I think our offensive line and D-line did a good enough job to be able to sustain uh, their point of attack of – you know, clogging up the hole or possibly opening up uh, running lanes for our running backs just so we can put ourselves in that position. I thought Jalen was efficient, um, didn't turn the ball over, and nothing cost us points uh, with turnovers or anything like that. So I just think in, in our regards, we're happy for the win. Was it what we kind of expected? No, but we'll take it. Uh, and I think it's something that we definitely needed going forward to put us in this position.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. When you look at the final score, Donovan, 31-7, but then you kind of look inside the numbers, and you're right. San Francisco did a great job in the passing game. They really bottled up the run as well. But the Eagles, I I, I would say they were smart, right? They realized that they didn't need to make mistakes in the second half. They didn't didn't have a quarterback that could throw the ball. So they were going to be conservative, and they were able to do it. And um, overall, a well-coached game, both offensively and defensively, for the Eagles.
4: Well, you definitely have to give credit to the offensive staff as well as the defensive staff. I mean, everyone wants to see a 350-yard passing game or possibly 250 yards rushing and all. It's about winning football. And I think we kind of overlook at times because we get caught up so much numbers of wins and losses. Quarterbacks are measured by your wins and losses. I don't care what nobody says. Who cares if you throw for a certain amount of yards or whatever? Yeah, that's great for fantasy football and and PlayStation and all of that. But it's about winning ball games. And that's what put San Francisco in this position. It wasn't because of Purdy uh, slinging the ball around and, and putting their offense in, in the greatest positions. It was, he was efficient, he didn't turn the ball over, and he won football games. So I just think for the position that we're in is well-deserved, we deserve to be here. and And I think offensively, they did a great job of doing what was needed to win the game and secure the game and eat up clock in the second half. And, and they they deserve a, a lot of credit for changing things up and then making that adjustment at halftime.
3: Man, Fab, I'm watching this team, and I'm saying all year long. Right, I've even compared Jalen to you, um, especially in your earlier years at the quarterback position. He's in his second year as a full-time starter, third year uh, as a player in your second year uh, as a full-time starter our season ended in St. Louis in the NFC Championship right. game. Um, right. When, when when you look at – and Andy was just in his third year, second year as a coach as well. When you look at the tandem of, of Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts, does it remind you of sort of where we were at the beginning of our run back in uh, 2000, 2001? Uh,
4: yes and no. Um, yes, because you can tell that the relationship that they had was very similar to what we had because Andy understood my strength and, and was able to build that offense around my strength as well as having a running game like Deuce and, and uh, you know, our offensive line kind of building that rapport like we see from this offensive line. Uh, they're a little bit more experienced th- than we were at our offensive line uh, because they have played together for a couple years. But I, I just think for what we've seen is very similar. Only thing is we didn't have an A.J. Brown. Uh, you know right. what I mean? Right. We didn't have an AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. We we didn't Hell have or a or Devontae
3: defense. Smith.
4: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh I wasn't gonna say that, but you did. Uh, and then even and, and really to be honest, even on defense, we were we were really making a name for ourselves, but we all were still young. Yep. So we didn't go out and get an Indomican suit. We didn't we didn't bring a sleigh over from from uh like Detroit. Yeah, we had Troy Vincent and Bobby, but all of us were still kinda in our prime. And for me being so young, it was still us making a name for ourselves. So kudos to Nick Sirianni, but you can't forget about the way that Andy built what he built, because it's very similar to what he's building over there in Kansas City.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Andy, and we're talking to Donovan McNabb now, you know, we knew the Eagles were in, and then you go you watch the second game and it's like, is it gonna be is, is it gonna be an Andy Reid Eagle Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl? And it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. I figured I, it was. Um. Yeah. I mean, how how cool was that? What What are your thoughts on an Andy Eagles Super Bowl, Donovan?
4: Well, I'm happy. I'm happy for him of just the success that he's had. I mean, the way things ended in Philadelphia, I think a lot of people kind of just almost brushed it off uh, and brought Chip Kelly in here, and then everybody kind of tried to hype up that regime and and just and just forgot about that over that decade of success that Andy had. And I think when he went over there to Kansas City, everyone thought oh, I was going to be a slow process. And he went over there with Alex Smith and changed that whole organization around for what they had in the previous 10 years. And so the things that we're seeing, Andy, with Patrick Mahomes and, and also, you know, I mean, Steve Spignoli, a lot of the whole staff is what we had in Philadelphia. Tom Melvin and, and, and those guys. And, and so it's exciting to see the Greg is being a wide receiver coach, the Tom Melvin, you know, all these guys that we were a part of our family growing up in Philadelphia, now them meeting in the Super Bowl, it's going to be like an old family reunion. It's just that some people on one side and then the others are on the other. Yeah, so so how many bedrooms again do you have in the guest house, Donovan? (laughs) We're headed out, just so you know. Money talks, baby. Money talks. I, I can have a whole bunch of bedrooms and throw some money out. <laughs> um, you, were, you, were, you were in town for a good, a
0: good portion of last week. We saw you at the 76ers game. What was it like being back right. for an extended period of time? And I know you felt the energy of the city um, all throughout the week. What was it like for you?
4: It was like when Roscoe Jenkins came home. You know, you still remember the good old times and the restaurants and, and the good old spots that we used to go to uh you know the the enjoyment but but yet still when you're older things changed i mean they built up some different things out in that area and uh it was good to see familiar faces but uh you know again it's it's one that you always remember the good times as well as the bad times. and uh to be back it was something special and then it just so happens the Sixers had a game uh and a couple friends of mine you know were able to get some tickets we were able to go to the game enjoy got a chance to see ai uh and doc you know, it was just good to see a lot of, lot of faces uh, that were part of uh, my growth and, uh, you know, their growth as well. So uh, enjoyment. It was a lot of enjoyment.
0: Uh, early look at the Super Bowl. The Eagles are favorite, at least of the point spread, two-point favorites in the game. Early look, is this a game where you see the Eagles having the advantage?
4: You know, it's tough to say right now. I think health is a, a major part of this whole deal. Uh, if, if Jalen as well as Patrick you know, would use this two weeks to get themselves back healthy again, uh, obviously the, the little injuries that were suffered through the later part of the season or possibly in the Conference Championship Games, you'll get a chance to rehab and, and uh, get as much treatment as you need. Uh, I would say as far as the defensive side of things, we definitely have the upper hand uh, of what we're able to do. Uh, we have to be able to continue to, to stop the run and and, uh, you know, I keep an eye on Travis Kelsey, kind of what we were planning to do, obviously, with Kittle. Uh, I think offensively, our offensive line, I think, has an, a slight advantage, but they do have a good offensive line. Our running game is better than theirs. Uh, so it just kind of comes to the quarterbacks and, and, uh, the play callers. So I think it's, you know, our offensive coordinator versus Eric Bienemy as well as our, our, our quarterback versus theirs.
3: Yeah, it should be a good one.
4: She'll be a good one. Donovan, we will be in town. Uh, you sound in, like you lost your voice. What's happening, brother? Yeah, I've been yelling for two straight, yeah, They're two really straight days. They're really starting to go after <laughs> i Reese now. I've been yelling for Come two on, straight Come on, man. Days. Get, what, get some tea, man. You know, get some tea. Put a little halls in there. He's over there drinking coffee and yeah. eating chicken nachos.
0: You know what it is over there?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, Donovan, hope to see you next week, man. We'll talk to you. Oh, sounds good. Same here. All right, bro there it is,
3: number five
0: mm-hmm. donovan McNabb. very uh good to see him in town last week uh enjoying everything but i guess philly really has has changed quite a bit just in the different scenes in the restaurants and things like that but it's uh it's great to see him here mm-hmm. last week it was awesome um 215 592 215 592 we are live at chigs and pete's in south philadelphia Coming up tonight at 6 o'clock, the Brandon Graham Show. It's a special guest host, Jason Avant, joining Howard Eskin and myself. And then the Players Lounge with the big fella, Jordan Mylata, with Ike in Elliott Shore Parks tonight. That's at Chickies and Pete's in uh, in South Philadelphia tonight. All right, coming up, you don't want to miss Jalen Hurts' pregame hype speech to the team. Wait till you hear it. We have that, and we get back to the phones, including a Giants fan that wants to call us losers for some reason. L 215-592-9494. It's Marks and Reese. We're live at Chicks and Pizza in South Philly. Don't go anywhere. But, hey, listen, I want to welcome the newest sponsor, the newest advertiser, the newest partner to the Marks and Reese show, and it's actually my dentist, Dr. Eric... Pastor, the Royers for Dentist. And Dr. Pastor, yes, he's my family's dentist. He's amazing. You can Google him, and you'll see amazing reviews. But uh, as many people know, I had issues with sleep apnea, snoring, and I went the CPAP route. That really wasn't working for me. So guess where I went. The region's number one source for a dental solution in treating snoring and sleep apnea. That's Dr. Pastor. Him and his team can make an FDA-approved dental appliance that is often covered by health insurance. Dr. Pastor helps me. Um, I feel so much better in the morning from a good night's rest. I'm not keeping my wife up all night long with the snoring. And Dr. Pastor is the uh, number one source if you're, uh, if you're looking to do something like this. So, if you'd like to contact Dr. Eric Pastor, the Warriors for Dentist, and make an appointment, his phone number is 610 948 8518. 610 948 8518. Or, Online, doctorpastor.com, D-R-P-A-S-T-E-R dot Doctor Pastor, check him out.
5: Everybody up. Hey man, it's real simple. It's real simple. How do you want to be remembered? How do you wanna be remembered? This team and this stadium, this group right here. This group right here. Talk to Protect the
1: house!
5: We put the work in. Let's finish. Let's
0: go. Let's do this. Family me out Jalen Hurts before the game. Getting the team ready. Marks and Reese. We are back live. Chickies and Peets in South Philadelphia. And if you're planning, hey, where am I watching the big game? Well, check out our Chickies and Peets. Uh, book your big game experience and find a location near you at chickiesandpeets.com. Well, there you go. Um, yes, Jalen, uh, all business before the game, you had mentioned this earlier. It was nice to see the smile and the jubilation, uh, post game because yeah. he, 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 even I mean, fans
3: if- want to know that you are enjoying this. Also, we like, we, we love the seriousness and focus, but, uh, fans want to know that you're getting as much joy out of this as they are. So it's good to see you smile. Yeah. Once in a while, you can't, can't always have the serious face, all right?
0: Yeah, so enjoy it now next week. You can start the serious face again and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, this is
3: the last time you're going to be in your home stadium this year. Like, that's why the idea of having a neutral site conference championship game might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard the NFL think about doing. Could you imagine us as fans being robbed of that moment yesterday? Like, that's what they're going to do to 30 NFL cities, 29 NFL cities right you're going to rob them of an opportunity for that for that moment that their team earned earned the right to have the number 1 seed to host the NFC championship or AFC championship at home like the neutral site thing is just the, the most the most ridiculous thing i ever heard
0: doesn't it feel like it's a matter of if and not when if they do it
3: no if you get enough people will push back on it yeah. they won't do it cuz the one thing the NFL doesn't want is bad publicity right so, if, if there's no pushback on it, and it's like and they're like, ah, you know what? It's just not worth it.
0: No, that's one of the good things about the Bills losing was that you'd have to worry about a test case, which would have happened down yep. in Atlanta. So, yep. And then you had a real AFC Championship game yesterday, and it felt like a real AFC Championship game, yep. not a game in a huge dome stadium in Atlanta where you have, you know, people that are in and, you know, they bought tickets and went down there or whatever. So, all right, let's – um. Let's get some reaction. Let's get back to the phones here. Let's go to Bryson Voorhees. Bryce apparently is a Giants fan, Ike Reese. Bryce, are you happy for the Eagles? Yeah, I mean, it's the NFC. You know, we're in the NFC East, so
6: you should be happy for the Eagles, right? I'm definitely happy for the Eagles. I got on this radio station talking a lot of smack last week. I mean, a couple of weeks ago when we played the guys. All right. And, um Y'all put it on. I said, "Wasn't enjoyable at all." Me sitting at home with all those Philadelphia Eagles fans.
0: Bryce, I can. We and can, can barely like hear you. Can you t- try to talk to the phone a little bit there? Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Thank you. Hello? All right, he's gone. Jerry the Truckhorn guy is back. Jerry, how are you? <laughs> that's,
1: that's how. Them, fellas. So, nope. now we're going to the Super Bowl. All those San Francisco fans that came to our city and disrespected our city, putting some kind of crap on Rocky, now they know what it's like to actually run up on a good team, a team that's going to whip somebody's ass and put them in their place. And we don't have to hear about no more Park Purdy, because Brock Purdy, as in the words of Smokey, got knocked off. <laughs> so, with that being said, we're going to go to the Super Bowl, we're going to take Big Red and Tony Joy and great, he's going to sprint up. he's going to be a small guy. Once we go out to Arizona, we're going to take over that city as we do every city that we go to because our fans all flock together just like all birds do. They run a flocks. They run a big, huge flocks, And that's what we always done and that's what we're going to do. So, in two weeks, Big Red's got something coming for him, and we're going to shove it straight up his ass, too. So, with that being said, E-A-G-L-E-S-E-R-O-N.
0: <laughs> I'm out. That's why they call him wow. the truck horn guy. Wow. Man. Truck, the truck horn guy? Yep. Any idea where I was afraid to ask where he was? Where He's always somewhere, though. Yeah. He's not driving around the neighborhood. He's, he could be anywhere. Last time we talked to you, he was in down south or something like that. All right, the Giant fan Bryce from Voorhees is back. Bryce, go ahead.
6: Okay, what I was saying was um, it was hard watching that game when you guys put us on it. Hands down, I'm a diehard Giants fan. grew up in New York, been to a lot of cities to watch football. Y'all, you guys are just built different. I give it up to you. You guys are built different. I went to the Washington game out in Washington, D.C., took my wife out there. And when I saw how you guys took over that stadium and then the way you were waving bye to the fans as you were putting that beat down on them, I turned to her and said, you guys are going to the Super Bowl. Now, I caught up last week talking smack because you got to understand, we haven't been in that position in 10 years in the Super Bowl, and I agree with you, Johnny. But I'll never do that again because when I agree with you, we – it's wrong. But congratulations to the Eagles fans. Congratulations to your team. Howie put an excellent team together. He put an excellent, excellent coaching staff together. He put a real, real piece of product. And you guys are definitely lucky to have Jalen Hurts as your quarterback for the next 7, eight, ten years. However long it is. Because he's special. He's a special type of player. That whole team is special. Even your head coach is special. Just Um, Listening to him after some of these press conferences, and the little thing that he preaches, and the little thing that he, the little things, um, all week we've been telling Jalen Hurts had a fall on his left side, had a roll, um, teaching you to respect your opponent. Cincinnati had a chance to beat Kansas City yesterday, but when you put that type of bulletin board material. On the board, it's hard to beat heart, man. And that's where, exactly what happened with the Eagles. San Francisco 49ers, been told they were great, number one all year. They thought they were going to come in here and bully you guys, and it wasn't happening. And once right. that bully started getting punched in the mouth, they couldn't do nothing but tap out. Congratulations to you guys, man.
0: Oh, thank you, Bryce. Appreciate that, Bryce. Well, you, wanna ju- you, you, want, you want in? I mean, you're in South Jersey, Bryce. There's another another seat on the, the Eagles' train. What'd you say? You want in? No, I mean, just you almost sound like an Eagle fan. No, you no, know, no. You no, live, no, you guy live guy, in I'm South guy. Jersey. So yeah, I'm going to
6: keep it real with you. It was a little emotional. Um, I moved to PA in 2000, um, 2001, and my oh, son right. was in third grade. And he became an Eagles fan because that's all he knew. That's when I greased the Northman to And... Right. 2017, when y'all won the championship, the look on his face was amazing. He passed away two years later in 2019. Oh, my God. He instantly came back to me like, damn, the look on his face. He got to see Jalen Hurts play, or he got to, like, see him take him to a Super Bowl. So I was really overwhelmed. But I'm still a diehard giant. But I do congratulate you guys because you did a good job. Take it one
0: all right, Bryce. Sorry about your son, man. God bless you. Uh, let's go to Chris in Pensacola, New Jersey. What's up, Chris? How are you?
7: Good. How you guys doing, buddy? What's up, Chris? Oh, hi, oh, Jack, What's up, John. Chris? I'm just having too much fun up here, man. Just razzing people. Then I got some other non-fixers people coming to my shop, and I'm just playing over my loudspeakers. Jojo, Jojo, dropping 47. The birds win. How about? How about? The, the guru of all gurus, right, Mr. Mr. Offense, he's like, he's, he's a supermaster. They guys put a backup tight end on, on, on our best pass rusher. What kind of stupidity was that? <laughs> I mean, it, it was yeah. like taking candy from a baby. And I, I, I love Andy Reid. I, everybody says they hate him. They were the best of my times. They put him on the map. But Andy, sorry to say, two weeks, you're going down. And you're going down hard. This team, I told you Friday, is destined. They they they, they just play as a, they play like your team in you know, '04. Like I always, you know, I always bring up that team. They just play for like each other, not, not doesn't seem like for their own individual stats. You know what I mean? Does right. That make any sense?
3: Yeah. No. 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 You're absolutely right. They bought in, and Nick Sirianni's talked about at the beginning of the year. Um talking to players and letting them know what their role on the team would be and being up front with it like if you didn't if you didn't have if you weren't clear as to what your role would be on the team he was going to let you know what to expect so um, I, I think you, i think you have a bunch of players that they love playing for each other and so I, and so other than the receiver every once in a blue moon feeling like he should yeah. catch the ball a little bit more but you just got to you just got to chalk that up to the position. Yeah. Everything else is just, yeah, they, they all, it's, it's, in this sense, it does remind me of, of the 17 team and some of our better teams because those teams usually have great chemistry and great culture, Like You usually don't have a bunch of selfishness going around and that's how you're able to play at the level you're able to play at.
7: I love it. So me, my brother, my sister, were are we're gathering up some tickets he's coming from san diego my brother's coming from florida i'm coming from jersey we'll, we'll see you out in arizona and tonight john just say yep. it. jojo's dropping 40 tonight love you boys go birds fly fly.
0: all right chris appreciate chris. it yeah he had a and beat had an unbelievable day on saturday Saturday,
3: yeah hey boy he wanted to show the joker like uh-huh. man listen See, that's what I like. Now, he was a little amped up early in the game. Missed three straight free throws. He's getting fouls, and he's just a little amped up. just settled down a little bit, and once he settled down, man, you can easily tell that Joel is a better offensive player than Jokic. I don't even think it's really that close, quite frankly. Jokic is effective in how he plays. He knows his strengths, his weaknesses. He probably has the better all-around game from an offensive standpoint, meaning he could pass better than Joel Embiid, but he doesn't play defense as good as Joel Embiid, and he's not the athlete that Joel Embiid is. So um, that, to me, was clearly a game where Joel Embiid knew it was on national TV, and he said, you know what? Here's an opportunity for me to show that I'm the best player in the league. Everybody wants to say he's about to be a three-time MVP. Well, let me show you what I'll do against your two-time MVP, who everybody thinks is the front runner for MVP right now. And Denver has the best record in the Western Conference. So um, that was an awesome game on a Saturday afternoon. Did not expect that game to be as good as it was. Yeah. That was an awesome game Saturday.
0: Yeah, it was the perfect storm for Embiid, Jokic, him, like you would said, with the MVP. And then the fact that he just was not named the starter to the All-Star game. Oh, man.
3: I forgot about that. And then he wasn't named the starter? He was mad as
0: hell about that. Yes, sir. And and you're right. It was good to see him come out and, and really... You saw it. He was playing mad, man. It was, that was. I mean, that was an entertaining game. They, um, you know, they came back there late.
3: Dude, Embiid's offensive game. When, when, when he, when he has space, and he's, he's in his bag. Yeah. Well, who's better? That's maybe the KD. I'm just trying to think. I'm just thinking of guys like automatic buckets. Like when this dude gets in, in his dribbling mid range fade away jump shot, pull up jump shot, the pick and roll with James Harden, and he pop it uh, in that elbow area. Man, like Joe, for, the, for him to be as big as he is, he has a soft touch. He, he has soft hands with the basketball when he shooting. He looks like a looks like a guard that man, has looks, a, man, a shot. I've, I've seen guards just don't look as good as Joe and B with the basketball. Yeah, I've seen wing players. They don't have the offensive ability that Joe Allen has at seven two. It's unbelievable.
0: No, we're watching a one in a lifetime yes, once in a lifetime type guy here. We yes, really sir. Are.
3: Yes, sir. It's a lock Eastern Conference final. I'm starting to think we're going to the NBA Finals. Uh oh. I'm just saying it's already a lock. We're going to the Eastern Conference final. In my eyes, I'm starting to think NBA Finals.
0: Jack, what are the odds on that? Putting down the, a couple extra early well, they dollars. Were,
3: they were uh, number one
0: in the NBA.com power rankings today. So really, yeah. I have to look at some futures on that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so on the line right now, okay. Ike, he's a okay. fir- first-time caller.
3: First-time caller.
0: We know his father, okay. Justin from Tennessee.
3: Uh- is, what's his name? Is,
0: is Owen from Tennessee. Owen, I was going to say, is
3: he young Justin? He's Owen from Tennessee.
0: Owen from Tennessee. We were on, uh, he, was, uh, he was on an Instagram live I was doing when I was doing my 2 a.m. show over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's the first time I'm talking to Owen in Tennessee. He makes his sports radio debut right now. And he's a Spartan fan. And he's a Spartan fan. Mm-hmm. And Owen from Tennessee joins us right now. What's going on, feller? What's up, man? How are y'all?
3: <laughs> what's up, Owen? What's up, Owen?
8: Alright y'all. Um, I just want to say it's amazing to be an Eagle fan right now. I mean, sixteen you years old. You sound like your dad, Owen. And, shoot, man, I just—I'm sixteen now. I'm getting to witness my second Super Bowl. How about that? I mean, it's—it's it's insane. It's insane for me to comprehend that. I—I mean, I—it's insane. But, hmm. uh. I just wanted to say, I mean, uh, thank you for having me on here. But uh,
0: you're welcome. Where did so, Owen? Where did you, uh, where did you and uh, your dad watch the game?
8: Oh uh, man, we just watched it downstairs in the basement, getting a little bit rowdy, you know.
0: <laughs> so how, do, how does Owen and Justin from Tennessee get rowdy? Throw, throwing stuff around, eating nachos, you're drinking nah. a Pepsi.
8: It's, it's just more like sit down on a couch and whenever we see a big play, we get up and just start screaming. Mm,
0: that's awesome. All right, yeah, and by the way, Owen, you're spoiled if you're 16 and this is your second Super Bowl. Good for you, man, and we're going to get another win for you. I hope, I hope, man.
8: It's, I mean, I was in the sixth grade whenever I first watched us win that Super Bowl. I was in the sixth grade, and now I'm a junior in high school.
0: <laughs> Look at you,
8: That's
3: nice.
0: All right, where's your dad? Still working? Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: We'll probably hear from him in about forty-five mm-hmm. minutes or so. Mm-hmm.
3: All right, yeah. how's high school going? Do what? How's high school going? Ah, uh,
8: another day, basically. But I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm trying to make it the best I can.
3: Okay, all right. Well, you're almost done. Give it a couple years. Yeah, you'll be good. Yeah, you got a girl,
8: you got a girlfriend? Yeah, I don't know if Dad's told you or not, but I do.
0: <laughs> he hasn't told he us, does, really. Yes. All right, all right. We're talking about all right. Well, listen, Owen, it was a pleasure to talk to you, man. Yes, sir. It was awesome to talk to you all, too. And go and go, birds. Go birds. Go birds. There all, right. You go. all right, Owen, we love you.
3: Love you, too, boys. Love you. I was going to say love you, Justin. Yes, <laughs> love you, Owen. All right, buddy, see ya. Love you, boys. Yeah.
0: Well, there you go, Jack Owen from
2: Tennessee. There you go. I know. First call, Already getting the L word out for Mike. I mean, that's that's a big. Uh, it's a the southern tradition at this point. <laughs> Must be. Is he is he ahead of uh, Owen in Glassboro now, or is or, or oh how the number one Owen on yeah, the show? Yeah, number one Owen on the show. We'll, we'll have to. Justin was that. very nervous. He wanted to make sure Owen came on and did a good job. So you know, yeah, he did a good he did job. The yeah,
3: first time is always a little different. He'll get better as he goes along. Absolutely. Yeah. What he told Never mind.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Let's go to Rob in Delran,
3: New
9: Jersey. What's up, Robbie? How are you? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Great day to be an Eagles fan. It Great is a good day. afternoon. What's yes, up? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, nice beat down yesterday, but here's the but. I really wanted it to be the Cowboys, and the reason being, last Tuesday on the 23rd, me and my buddy hiked up to uh, the top of Mount Kilimanjaro, and we uh, we hung a flag up there that says Cowboys suck. So... I was hoping for my 15 minutes of fame, but I guess that won't happen now. So, oh. but we, uh, yep, yep, that's okay. We'll take the win. And a um, couple things. I think, um, obviously, our defense saved the day. We had a lot of poor field position yesterday offensively. And, uh, you know, our punts were uh, subject at best. And uh, Sam Fran had some short fields, but the defense really came up big. So, uh and, and obviously, Redick was insane. And uh, a couple of questions about those uh, mercenary players. Like, what are they going to do as far as trying to get, get some of them back next year? What, I, mean, Ooh, I, I mean, I know I mean, it's still and, early. And hope, but.
0: Hopefully, Rob, after we win a Super Bowl, that's something we can talk about. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Brad know. going to cost a lot of money. He's been one of the top corners in the NFL this year.
3: Yeah. I mean, you probably got bigger question marks on defense. Um, as to how you're going to re-sign those guys, um, yeah.
2: Well, it, mean, it was just, good news today for them. The the cap is going up by what sixteen million. Sixteen million, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So that'll help. And and if if if, if they want to sign a guy, they certainly will. They can just kick the contracts into the future. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of, you know, maybe maybe they realize the window being open, especially after this year. They say, hey, you know what. It's worth it to sign Bradbury for a couple of years to get him here. It's worth it to sign, you know, uh, Gardner Johnson for a couple of years.
3: Yeah, but if you only sign guys for a couple of years, that's more money on the average. Yeah. And you have to give them a better deal than they would get somewhere else. To me so – somebody like Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who's still on his rookie deal, um, I don't I do even remember where he got drafted. I don't know if he's a first-round pick, second-round pick, third-round pick, or whatever. Um, he's looking to get paid, so – He's gonna to want to hit the open market and see how much he can get. Hell, depending on he may be the top safety. Yeah. that's available.
0: Yeah, I would say just based on the Eagles' mo, they would re-sign Bradbury. He's older. He is older. He's in his. Is he thirty? Early thirties or thirty, for sure. And that's when you could start seeing seeing a decline if you're playing him like a, a number one corner. And now he's like, oh man, yeah. how much longer can he can he even be? You know, not- hey,
3: remember they got two first round picks. Yeah. So, some of that's going to be supplemented somewhere. I mean, that's the advantage of having rookie deals, is that you have starting caliber players on rookie contracts versus everybody making 15 million a year. This guy making 20 million a year. You know, that defensive line is expensive. Yep. I would say that's where half of the damn salary cap is
4: at. Well, for sure. Yeah.
0: The offensive line, those guys get paid a lot of money, and yeah. the, Fletcher's making 14, Hargraves making double digits. What are you going
3: to do with Sayamalu?
0: Yeah. He's a free agent. So, I mean, I always believe that guys like Sayamalu, like guards, that they're, rather than giving them huge contracts, that's where you need a draft pick to slide in and be the inexpensive player on the line. But do you really want to break up an offensive line that is the strength of the team? Right, like how much money are we talking about with say, Well, I
3: mean, all depend. He's not Brandon Brooks, but they paid Brandon Brooks a, a lot of good, money. Yeah, yeah, a lot of money to play guard.
0: A lot of money. Yeah, worked out for him. They want to. Yeah.
3: Won a Super yeah. Game. Yeah, a lot of a lot of questions. Yeah. Well, just a lot of decisions they got to make.
0: Yep. Mal Sanders is a free agent. Yeah. Hargrave um, is a free agent. Is a free agent. He had double digit sacks this year. Brandon Graham. Yeah. Let's go to Bruce in D.C. What's up, Brucey? How are you?
5: Charlie Marks, Ike Reese, here he goes. Give me some of that Ike juice, baby.
3: Oh, yeah. Ain't
5: nothing Ike drinking on, that Ike, juice. Ike, Ike, juice, Ike juice. juice. I like it. Uh, all right, all right. Today's a good day. it's a good day. Damn. Hey, Mark, Charlie Marks, man. Hey, look, all you right. remember You remember last week, you know, we were talking about predictive scores. And you know you were kind of on the conservative side. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys remember what my score was, but I did predict 31-17. Oh, so, sounds about right. Yep, yeah, that's right, that's right. I, I, hey, look, I, if I was a betting man, I would probably put my money where my mouth is. But you know, I don't get down like that because I can't stand mo- losing money. But it's all good. But man, man, oh man, we're back in the big dance again, and I'm just, I'm just so, I'm just so happy. About how everything is played out, you know <clears throat> one of the things that i didn't i just didn't and just, i still got a little caught
0: you and Herb, yeah,
5: yeah, 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 just a little bit of a little bit just a, just a little bit um uh but anyway, um man, I mean the defense the defense is just was just unbelievable in that game, and, and i'm not I'm not one of those types of people that's just getting caught up around uh you know j h not having you know the uh, spectacular passing numbers, but you know the one drive that they did in that third quarter, they engineered. I think it was like a seven-minute drive that pretty much broke their backs and broke their spirit. I'm gonna tell you, man, going against Kansas City, you know they got a they got a patchwork uh, 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 backfield that gives up big plays. Their wide receiving core is is, uh, is, is a is a walking mass unit. Look, so we're gonna come in here and we are going to dominate them. I'm telling you, it's, it's not, it's, this is not going to be – it's not going to even be any, even close. Thirty-one I'm going thir- – no, 35-17. Ooh. 35-17. We got this, man. We got it. We <laughs> got it. Hey, look. What's that? No,
3: no we, got we got you, it. Bruce. Yeah.
0: Appreciate it, buddy. Um, we'll come back. Big top five and five with Jack Fritz. Eagles, uh, the Eagles players and coaches huddled around getting ready to hear who Jack issues yep. game balls from the NFC. Even though it's an offensive game. Yep. Yeah, oh, they're listening. I know they're listening. Two one five, five nine two, ninety-four-94. Get in your reaction. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Big five o'clock hour coming up right after this. We're live at Chiggies and Pete's in South Philadelphia. Brandon Graham show with guest host, Jason Avant tonight at six o'clock. And uh, the players lounge. Ike Reese. Elliot Shore Parks, Jordan Mailata at 7. That's live at Seagas and Pizza in South Philly. Don't go anywhere. But hey, listen, QC Kinetics, we've been talking about them. People are getting real relief with, um, with joint pain, real lasting relief without drugs or surgery because QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They're using highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. So if you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or an injury, You need to call QC Kinetics right now. Don't assume that steroids and surgery are your only option. Times have changed, and medicine, this medicine, can get you moving again. No downtime. Stop taking the pain meds and discover this remarkable alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. It's now available to you. Thanks to QC Kinetics. Um, If you're sick and tired of joint pain, don't put it off any longer. Call them today and they will get you in for an evaluation ASAP. A better quality of life is just around the corner. Call now, 215-999-3000, 215-999-3000, QC Kinetics, 215-999-3000.